one of those days. I'm low and I feel empty. I question every decision I've made in my entire life up until this point, and everything hurts. I've had days like this quite a few times in 2020. You guys know this for obvious reasons. I feel a shutdown lingering in the air and it fucking terrifies me. I know that mentally and financially, none of us can handle another one, but I know that's not what's really bothering me. My life is always nonstop. Obviously, I just did my whole last episode on that. But the reason is, is because the stillness and the silence scare me. I'd rather keep moving than be alone with my thoughts. It's been like that for a long time now. You know, when I start to have thoughts about things that I don't like in my life, I go to that dark place. Everything in my head has a snowball effect. I think of one thing and then another thing and then another thing. And before you know it, I am in a full-blown panic attack. For the most part, no one sees this side of me. I'm honestly surprised at myself for even podcasting about it, but it's like my personal diary here and these are the things I'm feeling. Being present means being fully conscious of the moment and free from the noise of internal dialogue. It's often associated with feelings of stillness and peace. Those who inhabit this present state frequently report a sense of experiencing life as it really is and being free from delusion. The mind also narrates the present moment and tries to make sense of it. When we can't make sense of what's going on, the mind represses, distracts, or fixates. It sounds cliche, but the present truly is all that there is. It's the space between where our lives unfold. The past is gone. The future hasn't happened yet. Past and future are essentially fictions, just constructions of the mind. If you're not happy with who you are or where you're at in your life, this can be very difficult. I think a lot of the reason I stay so busy is because being alone with my thoughts is terrifying. (laughs) It's hard to explain. It's like that meme when you're lying in bed and it's like, oh, you wanted to go to bed early. Here's a highlight reel of all the worst memories from the last 10 years. (laughs) That's what it's like when I stop or slow down. Sometimes I think of what a horrible person I am, what a horrible mom and wife I am, how I suck as an aunt or a friend. And maybe none of these things are true. Maybe they're entirely true, but it's the direction my mind goes when I'm not like chaotic busy. I was sitting at work taking the moment in, just looking at all the people around me, thinking of all of the thousands of people on the Las Vegas Strip, the millions and millions of people everywhere else. It's like it's like I get lightheaded, you know, all of the people and all of their thoughts and all of their feelings and what they see. It's crazy, you know? And then when I look at my kids, I look into their eyes and I imagine all of the pain that they could face one day. And I will say, and this is just like off the topic, but not really. Like, why do we bring children into this horrible world? (laughs) Like, fuck (laughs) all the trauma and all the bullshit we face. And we want the people we love most to go through it too. That's like the darkest shit ever to think, but I'm like so terrified for the twins. Sometimes I get overwhelmed with emotion thinking about the people in my life that don't have it so easy. You know, it's easy to live out of sight, out of mind. You know, I go through each day focusing on all of my problems that are mostly superficial and irrelevant to the big picture. I think of all the daily struggles that they face, and I forget that I too once had those same struggles. You know, it's easy to forget scrounging up for change for a pack of cigarettes. Yes, I smoked cigarettes back in the day. (laughs) Or money for gas or for tolls when I worked in Pittsburgh. It seems like another life. But that's still very real for people, not just in my life, but everywhere. You know, we forget how lucky we are. I'm thinking of people in Youngstown that can't make ends meet, but Think even further to like Afghanistan and what's going on with young women over there. And I'm not getting political. I'm not bringing race into this. But imagine as a parent of any color, religion, anything, and your 12-year-old daughter is being ripped from your arms to go be a wife and a sex slave to some middle-aged man. We can't imagine it. 
because we don't see it every day. Just like you see photos of a massacre, video footage of a shooting, like our eyes and our minds can't believe it's a reality because we're so desensitized and things like that are not in our face every day. And I feel like that's kind of what it is for me and like my issues closer to my heart. But that's kind of what I mean about the present being too much for me to be in. Because emotionally, I can't face all of those things. It's easy to live my fast-paced life with my minor inconveniences and stupid problems while ignoring all of the other bigger problems. But then I circle back to the fact that like, I can't help everyone. I can't save everyone. All I can do is offer my love, my support, my advice in hopes that someone takes it or someone listens. Do you ever snap out of like a fully zoned out moment? You know, you're deep in your Instagram watching a YouTube video or flipping between apps and then it hits you. You start hearing the TV in the background that you never noticed. You see that every single person in the room has their heads tilted down looking at their phone. What are they looking at? What are they thinking? What thoughts are they trying to escape? I was writing this sitting in the lobby at a doctor's office. All 14 people were on their phones, including myself. Life before this was magazines and newspapers, but everyone's so obsessed with their phones now and no one will touch a magazine because of the germs and COVID. And how easy is it when you hand over a tablet to your kids when you're out to dinner? How did our parents keep us under control at dinner when we were little? Like when you feared and respected your parents enough in public because you knew that when you went home, you would get your ass whooped. (laughs) Now kids are raised to think, entertain me or I will be difficult. But I get it, you know, because we do the same thing. You know, Hubs and I work all week long, all weekend long. And when Monday comes, that's our family day, we try to take the kids out to eat to be able to enjoy ourselves and not have Aurora dumping out the salt or Evie playing drums on the fucking table with the silverware. Like we let them have their tablets. You know, I'd rather enjoy a glass of wine with dinner than be stressed out wrangling my twins. I, um, I got an anonymous DM last night, obviously from a fake account. And it said, you are a shit wife and a shit mom. Without hesitation, I blocked the account. And then I just sat there thinking, thinking about how I felt like that for so long on my own. Every day is a struggle in my head to be a better version of myself than I am. I know I have my own issues and I deal with my demons the best way that I know how to, but how awful for someone to go out of their way to say that. And then my thoughts were like, what the fuck? Like I am no one. I disrupt the lives of no one else. Why is this person attacking me? And I know that putting so much of my life and my body on social media for the world to see comes with a certain level of hate and disgust. I get it. But when you get a message like that, you just think, who is this mad at me to say these things? But it definitely makes you think, makes you reevaluate how much you let the world in and how you conduct yourself in that world. But what about on a much bigger level of celebrities? You know, they get harassed every day for no reason, just by people who don't even know them and just hate them. I was reading up on Mac Miller. It was the three-year anniversary of his death the other day. And it was saying how when he came out with his music, so many people hated it. They called him a frat rapper and a white boy from the suburbs that obviously never had a real problem in life. All those hurtful comments drove him to drugs. And when he put out the music at that point in his life, he was applauded for how dark and how deep it was. It's fucking awful. And then when he was sober and released what would be his last album, he overdosed and died. Some of the strongest people we know hurt the most. Some of the happiest people are actually the saddest. We all fight demons every day. And maybe that DM was a complete stranger that doesn't know me and just felt like going out of their way to upset me. But for what it's worth, it made me think. And it made it very clear that no matter how low you are, someone will absolutely find a way to bring you even lower. But you're never going to please anyone. All we can do is just fucking try. Try to be better. Try to be good. Try to make the most of life and just be happy. You 
You hit me when it's over, what's up? You can hit me when it's over, what's up? You can hit me when it's over, what's up?